The Young Pro Show, hosted by yours truly, Dominic Fry. Would you still do something great if nobody ever saw it? A podcast for young professionals to come together and to talk about their goals and their path to get there. And if I fail, I'll fail forward. I sit down with other forward-thinking individuals and talk about what they are doing to accomplish their dreams of tomorrow. Maintaining strength while living in your purpose. Mm. Now let's dive into the next legendary episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Young Pro Show, hosted by yours truly, Dom Fry, the insurance guy. Welcome to 2021. Happy New Year. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Great time uh, with family and just reflecting, you know, the reason for the season, the holiday season and the birth of Jesus Christ. And yeah, just being able to celebrate that with your friends and family. Um, this episode's a week later. You know, I know I've been trying every other week. Holidays got a little bit behind schedule. Um, so this episode will be coming out again the first of 2021. And this is my Golden Nuggets podcast. Um, the Golden Nuggets, we're just going to kind of go through the last three episodes that I always like to just kind of re dive into those episodes and kind of what I picked up from them. I know I've said this a lot of times, almost every single interview I had, but you know, I love these last three interviews were incredible. Uh, definitely great perspective uh, from, we had Ben Sandrock on, Ryan Pestle, then Emma Ladd, and it was just really cool being able to talk to those three. And I think it also makes a difference that all three of these individuals have multiple years of experience, you know, for Ben and Ryan, uh, you know, potentially even up to a decade worth of experience uh, to be able to draw from. And I think that really helped a lot pulling from insight from them. And it was a really great, you know, different perspective, you know, than a lot of times, you know, I have had on college students or recent graduates, uh, you know, that don't have as much of that experience. And I felt like that experience really paid off with the insight that they were able to provide, you know, on these shows. So I'm really excited to go into this. Let's just jump right into it with Ben Sandrock. So many different microphone drop points in his interview that I absolutely loved. Um, you know, a really unique aspect of him saying going to college, the NFL was still a goal of his, still a dream to become a kicker in the NFL. And, you know, he ends up kind of starting as a marketing major, gets in the business side. I thought it was really cool, his experience with, the one class that made a huge impact on him that really being able to learn the business side of sports. And, you know, they talked about having a mock, he was a mock athletic director for a division one program and trying to come up with that business side of sports. And that was when, you know, for him, his interest was really peaked in that and said, you know, this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm interested in, you know, long term. And Ben's story was so fascinating to me because him talking about social media and him talking about, you know, even the internship and it was kind of like marketing social media when he was at the YMCA and, you know, then, then him and uh, at the time his girlfriend, Megan, moved down to South Florida and, you know, social media was just getting started at this time. Social media is just getting started. He, you know, ends up taking a position at the YMCA in South Florida. He's down there for about five years, and he does a lot of social media work. And a lot of it was kind of volunteer that he just enjoyed doing it. 
and he decided to jump right in. And it really gave him the perspective of the business aspect of social media and how to use it, you know, from, again, in his circumstance at the YMCA and how they could use it to help, you know, potential, um, I don't know, not client, customers probably, get customers, you know, to get gym memberships to come in. Um, so I think that's really cool, him being able to witness that from the beginning and him talking about, I forget if it was a Facebook or a Twitter page or maybe both, but him talking, I thought it was funny him saying about, like, he created this social media page for the YMCA. Like, today, every single company, every single business has to have, you know, a website, social media, and if they don't, they're just going to get left in the dark and they're going to serve a very small customer base and there's no way for them to be able to grow. But for him, and again, a period of time, uh, you know, just potentially five years ago, um, five to eight years ago, and him being able to create that social media page and then being able to see the benefits from that and how that has really helped, uh, you know, that YMCA and how that led him. He ended up moving back to Ohio, um, you know, was called from the Lord, come back, start a church in Tiffin, Ohio. As he was doing that, he takes a position at his alma mater, Tiffin University. And at Tiffin University, you know, it starts as a marketing position and it ends up, you know, kind of transitioning into social media um, as, you know, they're doing marketing and they realize they need to do more social media, but it's brand new. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. Ben had this previous experience of doing social media and Ben says, okay, you know, I'll jump in to help. And then eventually it becomes full time. You know, it full, becomes full time. And this all started because when he was at the YMCA, him volunteering to help with social media and then through things that he has learned, it ends up becoming his full-time position. And there's a lot of things that I find fascinating with that. I think maybe the most is it is, uh, you know, a, a practical real-world example that a lot of times, you know, when you're in college or even growing up as a kid, and I remember always hearing like, oh, like there are going to be so many jobs in 10, 15 years that don't even exist yet. And, I'm, and it's hard sometimes for me to wrap my brain around that because I'm like, what does that mean? Like... Okay, I, I mean, I get it, like, you know, you're, those jobs don't exist yet, but this is a perfect example of one. You know, if you were went to 15-year-old Ben Sandrock and said, you're going to be running a Facebook page and Twitter page and Instagram for a university, he'd say, a face what? A, a, tw- a tweeter? A Twitter? You know, it would be such a foreign concept to be able to wrap your mind around. And to think that, you know, just within his career, his short career, that it started as, you know, again, social media, not really used that much. Yeah, I guess we'll create a Facebook page, you know, this South Florida, you know, near Miami, YMCA. I guess we'll create a Facebook page just be, because we should to transitioning into like this is his full time job now at Tiffin University, you know, which is absolutely crazy to think about that this is what he does full-time as he runs social media for a university and he has a team that does it with him you know he works with the marketing team to be able to market you know get their name out to prospective students and you know stay in touch with alumni and it's just really cool how he saw that early on as a volunteer role in his position at the YMCA and now it has become his full-time position at Tiffin University where he's at now uh you know it was also fascinating and you know, when I had Carrie Coleman on, uh, you know, a couple months ago, and she is the marketing manager um, where I'm employed at Hitchings Insurance. 
and she talked about, you know, and I asked her, and I asked the same thing as Ben, like, you know, I, social media is so new and everything's so new. It's like, how do you even learn? You know, it's not like it's a traditional textbook. Well, this is what's worked in the past and this is what's not worked in the past. All right. You know, like this is, it's just going on the flow, going on the fly and just really just kind of a trial and error and just throwing a bunch of different things on the wall and seeing what sticks. And, you know, again, from his perspective with the university level, it's just throwing everything out there um, and doing everything you can to, yeah, just promote the university. And, you know, and it ties in perfectly with his personality and what he said he enjoys about it is, is he's creative. You know, he's creative. You know, he gets to come up with this content. He gets to, uh, you know, I thought it was cool. I think his exact wording was talking about creating a window into campus to let community, to let the community look into what they are doing. And he is telling the story of who Tiffin University is on an online platform through social media. Um, and it's not necessarily even just like sales. It's not like it's just all about, hey, bring students here, bring students here. But it really is just telling a story and just here's what's going on on our campus. And just being interactive with students and knowing what's going on on campus is really, really cool. And I love that. I also absolutely, absolutely positively loved Ben's, and that might have been nothing to discredit everybody else I've had on so far, but it might have been the best response that I've had on podcast thus far, that what are you doing today to reach your dreams of tomorrow? And him answering three things that he does. To re- for him to reach his dreams of tomorrow as a career, he needs to focus on his personal walk with the Lord, his relationship with his wife as he as they lead their family, and then also as a father and to be the best father that he can be, um, you know, to his son and three daughters. And that is what lays the foundation for his career. And for me, I guess it just really struck a chord because it just seemed, I mean, I guess to be frank, it just seemed almost backwards. I feel like in my head, the way that I think is you have your personal life and your professional life, and they are two separate entities, you know, and you try to keep them as separate as possible. Like when you're at work, you're working and, you know, you do what you got to do to put food on the table at home. But when you're at home, you want to spend time with your family and you don't necessarily, again, you just, I just think of them as two separate um, two separate parts of a human being. And for Ben, I thought it was really cool, his perspective and him sharing about how that is what lays the foundation in order for his career to be successful. If his personal life and what he has going on with, again, with his faith and with his family unit, if that is not solid, then that's going to severely impact his professional career and his professional career will never grow the way that he may want or desire if he doesn't have that foundation set. And it's, yeah, it was just really interesting concept. And I, I absolutely love that. Um, you know, I talked to him about it afterwards as well, but I thought that was awesome an incredible answer to that. And just thinking, and again, and that, like I started this, I think that's also the perspective of somebody that is, you know, had 
a decade worth of experience in his career and has been married for a long period of time and has several kids. You know, that's obviously not the perspective you're going to get because that's not the phase of life that they're in that you're going to get from somebody like me that's a 25-year-old male, no kids, you know, recently married. That thought may not be the initial thought that comes into my mind when I think of how to build my career compared to somebody with more experience and says, yeah, from my experience, this is the best thing that for my career and professionally is to make sure everything is set straight at home. Absolutely love that microphone drop from Ben Sandrock uh, at the end of his podcast. Episode 22 with Ryan Pestle, agency owner, agency principal at Hitchings Insurance. Uh, a really cool podcast with him. Uh, you know, it was very much so insurance talk. And for me, you know, I, I was eating it all up. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I love hearing about the different aspects and how, you know, he kind of got into hitchings and the different roles that he has played and different hats that he has worn over time. You know, he talked about, so yeah, Ryan, his grandfather started hitchings insurance and then now him and his uncle uh, are co-owners of hitchings insurance at the moment. And it was just cool him talking about how very early on he was, you know, Obviously, with being in his dad at one point was an owner as well. So he was just highly involved with what was going on there. And, you know, talk about taking out the trash and, you know, mowing and little things, not little things, but maintenance work like that. And then he ended up doing his internship during college at Hitchings. And for him, he really liked the, you know, the small company aspect. But then when he graduated college, him and his then girlfriend move across the country and he's working for an insurance company, but within claims, so a different aspect of the insurance industry. And then he ends up getting a call back to come back and work for the family unit, or excuse me, family company. And with that, there was you know a lot of different things that he learned from Hartford, um, you know, the carrier that he was working with in the claims department. He learned about the responsibility, the structure of insurance, the structure of their company. And it was just obviously much larger and bigger perspective than when his internship working at the agency um, that he had been around his whole life. So I think that was awesome and how we use that. Then he talked about how we get into commercial lines and get into sales. And for him, you know, and for me, I feel like I kind of relate that to that. Why I partly love the podcast, being able to talk to different people, different industries, what they're doing. And that's what he mentioned with him, being able to talk to business owners figure out their needs, figure out, you know, what their risks are and how to protect those risks and how insurance can partner alongside them in their business to make sure that they are not worried, uh, you know, about the day-to-day and things that can happen, but that the insurance is there to protect them and their business and just being able to figure out, you know, the intricacies of each business and how they are different. And, you know, he really liked the competitive aspect, uh, you know, very similar to being an athlete his entire life. And just being competitive, um, you know, and even I thought of school, he talked about how at this point in his career, he feels like that was the funnest part of his career was being a sales guy and, you know, taking the initiative and again, being able to fuel that competitive desire as well. You know, it's just a lot of cold drops and networking and such, uh, you know, then after eight years of being in sales, then he kind of purchased, you know, his dad's portion of the agency, got into, you know, the ownership, and it's just a totally different beast than what he was in before. That compared to before, you know, again, 
sales and actively selling to businesses and people and forming relationships. And now it's just a higher level and it's managing the business. It's talking to other agency owners and what practices they have to create the best culture and create atmosphere for the company. Um, you know, and he talked about trying to do both. I thought that was probably a key nugget for me in his episode. He talked about for a while, he was trying to do both, trying to, you know, kind of take over this owner role as well as still trying to sell. And it was just too much on his plate. And both of them um, were not being at the same level as what he wanted. And he said, you cannot sell and manage an agency if you want to scale and grow at the rate that we want to grow here at Hitchings Insurance. So for him, you know, he wants to grow the agency. And for him trying to wear these two large hats, he realized that it wasn't capable to grow and it was the best thing. And and I think that's a wise decision as an agency owner, as a business owner, reaching that point to say, you know what, it is best for the business for me to hire somebody else, for me to pay somebody else to do what I used to do so that I can focus on being an owner of this agency. So really cool moment that he kind of realized that and put that together. You know, we also talked about the culture at Hitchings and, you know, that was similar to, again, Carrie Coleman's podcast, being able to talk about that and just what that looks like and how do you implement and be intentional about the culture. And I guess, and that was the difference that we talked about as well, that, you know, every single company, every business has a culture, but it's just whether you want to be intentional about it and, you know, make the most of it and be serious about it uh, and diligent. Or if it's something that's just like almost a hush hush, like we're just here to do our work compared to being like, nope, we want to yeah, again, just be intentional about everything. And so that was really cool. He's talked about as a business, you know, as again, the agency and the goals that he has. And how we are expanding, we at Hitchings are expanding our digital footprint as well. So really cool, um, awesome episode with Ryan. Again, as I mentioned before, I loved it. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. As you know, it was very much so insurance talk and insurance wise, but I thought it could still be applicable to other aspects of business as well. Then the last one, a true entrepreneur's heart with Emma Ladd. That was incredible. You know, Emma is engaged to one of my best friends, a uh, close friend of mine. And it was just really cool to have an intentional conversation with her like that, being able to talk about her business and photography and how she got into it. And it was really cool for her how she said initially, even when she went to college, she kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit. And she recognized, you know, within just the first couple of weeks, not even the first semester, that she realized that business courses in college were primarily about the corporate world and less about entrepreneurship. And, you know, we kind of joked on the podcast and, and I even joked with her afterwards as well that, you know, what she realized in a couple of weeks, it took me three and a half years to realize that just shows how much more intelligent she is <laughs> than I am. Because for me, I feel like when I went to college, I had the similar thought process. I thought, you know, like I kind of have this entrepreneurial spirit, but I don't know what service I would provide. I don't know, uh, you know, what product I would create. And I'm like, I, I don't even know where to start. So I'm like, I'm going to go to college and figure this out. And it, yeah, it probably wasn't until probably my last semester, of my senior year, I'm sitting back and looking at, you know, as I'm about to graduate and I'm like, you know, this necessarily didn't really 
help me become an entrepreneur. Like as far as an entrepreneur, I don't know if I know anything more now than I did before. And, and even at that time, I necessarily didn't know how to put it into words, but it's one of those things where as soon as Emma said that, it was like a light bulb, boom, clicked off my head. I'm like, that is exactly the way that I felt during my senior year of college, but I just never knew exactly how to describe it. And that was awesome that she was able to notice that right away and said like this corporate, uh, you know, aspect of business is not for me. That's not what I'm looking for. And she talked about switching her majors and then she ended up going to a photography workshop and she said, you know what, like, this is what I want to do. Very, very cool that she mentioned how she talked to her parents and she was nervous about, you know, dropping out of college and getting into photography and her parents that support system in her life were so encouraging and so supportive of that decision of hers and how that just really fueled her drive then even more to say, this is what I want to do. Um, so that was awesome. Talked about, you know, workshops, photography, not knowing much about photography, I would say it was similar to what I mentioned earlier with social media, that it's like, where do you learn about photography? Like, you know, again, maybe there are like specialized schools to go to, but like, you know, how do you know the details of angles and lighting and um, all that other photography stuff that goes into it? I'm not a photographer by any stretch of the imagination. Just ask Nicole, ask my wife. Um, she'll never let me take a picture. She always does it because I don't. Yeah, that's just not my cup of tea. That's not my forte. But when she talked about for her, it, it's workshops and it's, you know, several going several throughout the country for a two day event, three day event, whatever. And being able to learn, I thought it was really cool. them talking about the photography, but then also the business side as well. And especially with the area that we are in now in 2021, the social media aspect and branding yourself on social media, getting your name out there, um, you know, being able to get tagged in photos and such was really cool for being able to mention about that aspect as well. You know, so for her, her, and you know, and that is, if you know, Emma, that's perfect. Emma, as well as, you know, such a cool experience as well for talking about her getting started in photography and how she was taking senior pictures and then, you know, a, a mom comes up to her and says, oh, well, you know, how much do you charge or whatever? And she was just dumbfounded by the fact that she could get paid for this. And she was like, what? She's like, I, I'm just taking pictures because I love it. And I think that is that is awesome. That is, again, perfectly Emma. And I think that's in a way what we would all strive to be uh, and would love to do. That like, you know, you love what you're doing so much that like, it almost blows your mind to get paid for it. And now, you know, years later, here Emma is, and this is her full-time business. This is her full-time job, is taking pictures. And at the time, how it all started was her just enjoying it and having a passion for it. And then, you know, kind of being surprised, being like, I can get paid for this? And then, boom, you know, it just kind of grows from there. Um, so and that was really cool, her talking about, you know, so she kind of got started with senior pictures and... Um, you know, I guess she started with, yeah, backtrack a little bit. She started with senior pictures and taking some pictures, but then also had multiple other jobs as well. Ended up, got to a point where photography was her only thing. Um, really cool for her to talk about how, uh, with her faith in Jesus Christ and with her, 
you know, ministry that she sees with photography, and that is a way to open doors to have conversations with people about their faith and where they are at uh, in their walk with the Lord in, in their life. And, you know, just she's able to share her story with other people and how the Lord has blessed her and blessed this business and how he gives her joy on a daily basis. And that was really encouraging as well. So she talked about which, you know, makes sense, but was cool, too, that she is at that point in his career, um, that she has always just been taking pictures of everything, taking pictures of weddings, you know, uh, senior pictures, engagements, whatever people have asked her to do, she has always taken pictures for, you know, because she's getting her business started. And now being able to have enough business and being able to have, you know, kind of a foundation to say, you know what, I've tried a bunch, in her case, Senior pictures are what she really enjoys. That's her niche that she wants to focus on and being able to market, you know, that group of people. And that's where her heart is at. And, you know, those are the people that she just feels like, again, taking pictures and being able to share her story with. And as these students are about to move on to the next phase of their life, being able to be the photographer and create a relationship with them is awesome as well. So, that was kind of how she is, you know, her goal and how she is trying to move forward with her dreams is to, you know, be faithful in the little things and to focus on this niche of what she has enjoyed. So that was, uh, yeah, Emma's podcast was just great. Just the authenticity that she has and just her true love and passion for photography. And just, I, I love it. I absolutely love that, that she just was that didn't have a clue that she could get paid for photography, just did it because she loved it. And here she is now a couple years later um, as a successful photographer in her full-time job. So those were three podcasts, uh, three last episodes. For more details, I would encourage you to go out and listen to all three of them. I thought they were awesome and incredible shows. Um, I, I really appreciated their insight and you know just what they had to share. Golden Nuggets podcast, um, you know, I love it to sit here being able to reminisce. It just like brings me joy to have these interviews with people and then to be able to reminisce about it and just reminisce as if it was a long time ago when it was just a couple weeks ago. But being able to go back through my notes and just see the different points and the highlights that they had. So next episode, uh, we're going to kind of have a year recap. Uh, it's been just over or just about 365 days since I've been having this podcast. So and it's going to be episode 25, quarter of 100. That is awesome. I'm so happy and so blessed uh, to be able to have this podcast. And, uh, you know, similar with Emma and her photography, it's just something that I enjoy. You know, um, I'm definitely not making any money off this, <laughs> but it's just something that I enjoy. And I love being able to talk to people and learn. And I feel that Every single person has a valuable story to share, um, you know, and, and careers are something that a lot of times can potentially be intimidating to talk about, but something that I enjoy to be able to ask those kinds of questions. But I'll dive into more of that next episode. Yeah, next episode is, again, just going to be me recap and uh, recap of the first year of the the podcast, the Young Pro Show of 2020, and then also potentially, you know, a couple goals for what 2021 looks like um, and how, you know, things will stay the same, things that will change. But I appreciate every single one of you listening to this show. Um, I hope you all have a fantastic week. And, uh, man, looking forward to the next one.
Thanks for listening to another episode of The Young Pro Show. Feel free to interact on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My personal accounts as well, at DJFry25. Thanks again for your time. Thanks for listening to the show. I love you all from the bottom of my heart, and God bless.